0: It's Bad Anime! Hey everybody, I'm John. And I am Rob. And this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide, Is, is this, this anime, anime
1: bad? bad? Now Rob, what anime are we talking about today? Today's a big one. Yes, Today is an anime that, Ooh when people mention bad anime, this one got thrown into the bunch a bit. However, in recent years, it's getting... I mentioned this it's getting I mentioned this before it's getting a critical reevaluation mm-hmm. where people are questioning their original takes today we're doing the first season of high school DXD high school DXD now, now this is oh, this, this has been a long time coming this has been a long time coming because you you and I, you and I have watched the first episode at least several times yes because when I first saw this I thought to myself wow, a lot of underwear boobs and I gotta give the dub uh, cast credit here they came up with a lot of synonyms for boobs.
0: So many synonyms for boobs. They never. They, I wrote a lot of them down. because I was just genuinely excited to have more words for boobs.
1: Exactly. I, I think I knew all. I think I've used all of them before, but even one or two surprised me. Like, oh, I never used that one before. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I made a drinking game out of it. Yes. So the high school DxD drinking game is when a bunch of us get in a room. We put on the first episode, and those are the rules. Whenever you saw underwear, you saw a boob jiggle, you saw a nipple or a synonym for boobs. Those four things. And each time I believed everyone would finish like three or four beers. Keep in, in mind, 20 fr- minutes.
0: Keep in mind, I was going to say the first episode is 20 minutes of material only. <laughs> so
1: we would ch- basically be chugging beer the entire time. I remember one of our friends was gracious enough to have us out east and and we're in his home theater watching it on the big screen oh my god the entire room was like why are we doing this i'm like because
0: beer and we've done this game so many times to the point where when we decided to do high school DxD and watch through the whole first season together um i didn't have to watch the first episode
1: no because you knew it you know almost all the lines i could
0: recite that episode by heart if i had to that's how many how many times
1: i've seen the episode
0: (gasps) red Red like the color of her hair. There you go. Blood.
1: (laughs) Well, that's the thing, because whenever we heard like one person in the room hadn't seen it, the entire room would go, we got to watch it. We got to see the thing. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely like a
0: legendary show in our friend group. Yes. But the exciting thing about this was uh, we decided to do this because... um, the good thing about it is that we haven't really. I mean, Rob, you've seen the whole show, I believe, up to this point. But I like, watched it all every every season. Yeah, I've only seen maybe the first
1: one or two episodes up to this point, possibly to up to three. Um, if we got up to three, we would have been hammered. So, if so I if, probably didn't remember. If any your memory of it. is failing you on it, I completely understand, my friend. And it did, boy, did it. I, I watched the third episode and I was like, I don't remember any of this happening.
0: Um, so all good things. Um, and I I also remember uh. Watching some episodes that you recommended from different seasons. Yes. Um. So I didn't really know where the story was going in this yes, season, yes, particularly, yes. which was good for me. But wh- talk to us about uh, when did you uh, first watch High School DxD? When did you have your experience with it?
1: I believe my first experience with High School DxD was the pandemic, uh-huh. because it has been one of the shows. I think I I got the I got the DVD and Blu-ray combo in that great Fye Purge I keep mm-hmm. mentioning. And I just sat on it for a while, maybe watched the first two or three episodes, but then just never got around to it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, pandemic hit. So I'm like, and at that at that point, I actually had a, a device that can play Blu-rays. At that point, I was just watching the DVDs. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to plug it into my PS4 and just watch the whole thing in a day. Mm-hmm. And I did. And to say I was surprised was an understatement because... Mm. This sh- not because of like anything to do with quality, but just the directions the show chose to go with the narrative mm-hmm. and especially like the final little arc of it. Yeah. I was so g- genuinely and pleasantly surprised in a lot of ways. I'm like, oh, you're doing this now? You're doing this now? You're doing this? Yeah. I just didn't know where the show was going to be going a lot of the time because that first episode you expect a kind of a really horny, like kind of dark gothic-y kind of deal. But we get something – a lot of Shonen elements thrown in there. That
0: was going to be one of my points to hammer home today, yeah. which was I didn't really know what I was expecting at first, but it, it definitely delivered something that I I wasn't expecting. Yes. Which points for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But uh, at the same time, I didn't exactly, as as you, I didn't yeah. exactly know where it was going at any yes. given yes. point. Yes. Because I with these kind of shows and by kinds of shows, I'm talking about like a harem yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of anime. I normally expected to be very one note, yes, and very like oh, like well, a lot oh, of like you walked in on this person naked. Oh, there's boobs everywhere. Oh, like you're just a boy. Uh, blah blah blah. Yeah.
1: And you know, I expected a lot of that, and and you know, there was a lot of that. But it's funny because even when there was a lot of that, some of it was actually subversive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but in a great way. And I should tell you right now, the reason why it's so subversive is because our protagonist is unlike pretty much any other harem protagonist. Yes. Our boy, Issei Hyodo, he is a full-fledged, out-front pervert. Mm -hmm. A lot of other harem protagonists, um, if they were pervs, they were reserved about it, they were shy or whatever. Right. And Issei definitely was a game-changer. This whole thing was a game-changer for the harem genre. Right. A lot of, I feel like the show got a bad rap because it inspired a lot of trash.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, look at chivalry, chivalry of a failed knight. Oh god, you know, remember that piece of shit? Yeah, boy, do I. I mean, look at the character designs. Look at the, mm-hmm. all the angles they were pulling from. It's the same shit. Yeah, it, it's but significantly worse. Yes, yes. So yeah, so it, it, the sh- uh, this show inspired a lot of garbage, mm-hmm. which, in my mind. That's like saying you hate Van Halen because they inspired a lot of bad glam bands. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 that's a good point. You can't judge the progenitor of a genre because you don't like the genre. Mm -hmm. Because you're taking away from the quality of the work itself. And I think that's something that I... Yes, I I did just compare High School DxD to Van Halen.
0: (laughs) Which is amazing. Uh, (laughs) I I think a very specific market will enjoy that, me included. Of course. Um, I I think where the show... kind of differed for me was the i guess mostly the the plot elements were interesting because it was very kind of that like classic angels versus devils yes. kind of mode yes and uh i mean basically Issei, our main protagonist right in the first episode uh, long story short uh gets uh killed yes um by a girl that he is seeing yes who is an angel or a fallen angel fallen angel yes uh who are what exactly i don't really remember what the fallen angel was it was it's an angel that god had denounced or something basically that wants to get back into god's good graces so they want to kill devils
1: yes basically we have a we it's it's like a it's a three-faction war going on yes between angels the fallen angels and devils fallen angels are just you know they are they're portrayed as kind of like the evilest of the bunch in a lot of ways because they the guy, the guys they have everything they're doing is holy at least that's how they're portrayed in this season mm-hmm. where it's a lot of holier than now type of stuff mm-hmm. where they're more aggressive with their denouncement of devils and right. other and other things they don't find holy where the angel where the traditional angels are more passive mm-hmm. and they are more genu- g- genuinely about peace mm-hmm. it's a, if you really want to give the show a lot of fucking credit which you can give the show credit but not, not I don't know about the light novels as much um, you can give the show credit for like kind of denouncing religious extremism. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to make that stretch, which sure, is, if you wanted to, that's the thing. Right, I think that's an accidental thing more than anything else. Yeah, I, I think so. I they mean, wanted just yeah. in, in my mind. I just saw they just wanted to have a nice even three faction war. Right. And
0: in that realm, like the the plot is is a bit thin. Uh, there's always like a goal, right? Yes. There's always like something that they want to do. But essentially, right, our, our boy Issei starts dating this girl. Yes. she turns out to be a fallen angel that kills him because he has some sort of power within him. Yes, it's a, um, we learn what
1: we learn later is called a sacred gear. Yes, so it, these are some these are like powerful implants you know, that some people are born with, and they can grant the user super like superhuman abilities. Right. So of course, every faction wants them. Yes. And I don't even, I think, because they killed him. I don't even know if they intended to. I don't know if the Fallen Angels even intended to take the sacred gear. I think mm-hmm. they just wanted to kill him outright. Yeah,
0: I think they just wanted to off him completely. But then he was resurrected by the devils, notably yes. uh, Rhea Gremory, Who is someone we're
1: going to talk about a
0: lot. Quite a bit. And she is kind of the first uh, scene in the show. Yes, because we see her. Um, we see her and, you know, uh, Issei attends high school, right? Yes. High school, DXD. Yes. Um, he attends high school and there's a lot of different like people at this high school. Um, him and his two pervy friends who are my favorite characters in the show. Right. We're just all like, oh, let's check out the girls' locker room, and they yeah. do like peeping and stuff. So- I think it's yeah. hilarious. You know, it's
1: a great, a lot of great, com- a lot of great comedy
0: from those two. And one of the parts of the school is an occult research club, yes, which is headed by Rios grammar which is, uh, it's a club that uh, that uh, apparently uh, researches the occult, and yeah. that would obviously fucking the uh, the occult research club. But <laughs> either way, um, outside did of talking you know myself, make bread, <laughs> outside of talking myself in circles. Um, <laughs> Rias Gramarye is at the head of it, and they are secretly devils. They're not really like doing club activities; yeah. they are secretly doing devil deeds. Yes, D- doing they're, they're devil men, if you will. Yes, devil men, devil women, devil women, um, and devil they, man, lady, and they encompass uh, a, a few members of the school. Yes, um, and so
1: they are. We all have our, doing we have our that. president Rias. Um, we have our vice president Akano. Ah! <laughs> Rob, Rob really likes Akano. I really like Akano. We don't, unfortunately, we don't get. Too many glimpses as to why I love her so much in this season. Yes, the first season is pretty skimpy on Akano. So, but don't worry, they they correct. Oh wow. Well. And then
0: we have um Koniko. Konako. Who oh, I love Konako. Oh uh, she's just funny she's like the spunky like short one uh, but that's really always silly. the character you gravitate towards will, in these things i love the spunky short one because you know everybody else is like oh i'm booby i'm interesting no you're not you're not interesting yeah she's interesting
1: yeah. she's got personality well conoco's great because she is like a, a bit of like a subdued kind of valley girl delivery in the dub yeah she well, little she'll bit like, she'll she'll like deadpan go obvi yeah, <laughs> it's like, what is this character? And she's just so deadpan. She's like, "D bag, yeah, <laughs> yes." And I suck it. I love her because you know. And again, she gets more as the series goes on as well. And, and so, then our so th- fucking boy, Kiba. See, I love what they do with Kiba because this is one of the subversive bits here. Mm. I don't know if they were just trying to be subversive or just played out this way. So in the first episode, they they make it a point at this school it's predominantly girls. Right. They just open to being coed. Um, Kiba is the cute boy on campus. Yes. Everyone fawns over him. You know, he's a pretty boy with white, you know, perfect hair. And there's a great scene where, like, Kiba's walking. It's sparkling around him because he's so angelic, even though he's a devil. But, um, what happens is, like, a bunch of girls ask him out to karaoke. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I have a club activities. Maybe some other time. I don't know. And I forget the exact verbiage. But Ise overhears him. It's like, God damn it! why does everyone love him so much? So what? He's hot, super sexy, kind, and caring. And just name, just list all his characteristics <laughs> of why he's so awesome. But then what happens immediately? Like we said, Issei gets killed but resurrected by the devils. Yeah. So he becomes a devil. What I really love here is him and Kiba's relationship immediately, where Kiba's like, "Hey, I'm I'm here to pick you up. We're going to the club." And he's like, "Oh, you're a devil too." And within no time, says like, "Oh, he's a good dude." Yeah. Which is great because yep. you usually in the harem yep. you would yep. th- you would think Issei'd be like, Oh, he's going after all the girls. Right, he's I'm- a competitor, right? Yes, yeah. But but they don't even attempt anything remotely like that. Yep. They just have Issei establish he's a good dude. Which I thought that was Oh wow. Was that Thunder? That was Thunder. Oh my god. I hope it picked it up because geez, that was loud. That was fucking Lord. loud. Lord. I think they know we're talking about Kiba. Probably. <laughs> yeah. But any any The Empress who- of Lightning. It- <laughs> Akano. Fucking Akano. She yeah, she's mad. She's mad we're not talking about her more. Don't That's worry. Right. It's a don't wo- don't worry, babe. We're talking about you <laughs> soon. Oh Lord. But yeah, um, I love how they handle their relationship there. And that a lot of the show, for my enjoyment, comes from Issei's dynamic with every character. Mm-hmm. And it cuts back to Issei's character. Right. So in the first couple episodes, from my I don't, I'm gonna turn to you a little bit because you just watched it. Sure. But they they explained Issei, like, yeah, you got this sacred gear thing, so you're kind of a badass. Um, but right. we're going to have to train you to fight because we have a war going on. And he says, like, oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, you know, there, there can now, like, there are to be stray devils running around or fallen angels wreaking havoc. And the devils are like, okay, we have to control the strays. And when the fallen angels start doing fucked up shit and try to kill people, we got to stop them, too. Right. So... Again, a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of anime do this Really have, like, uh, the classic challenge of, like, good versus evil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who is good, who is truly evil. I mean, I, I love Man so much. So, naturally, this hit a chord with me right away. But this is the first time I recognized it. I'm like, oh, I love Man, so I'm going to love parts of this. Right. But, so they train him up a little bit. We, and then we learn about the kind of intricate system mm-hmm. of, like, again, going back to Hikaru and we got the chest thing.
0: Yeah. Yep. There, a lot of chess imagery in this one because <laughs> yeah. Rhea's Scremory is uh, technically the king. Yes. And she has this uh, idea or like every every like devil
1: house yeah, has like this it, idea. Yeah, So it's like, the, and then we meet more later in the series where like your house, you have your pieces. Mm-hmm. So it's a certain number of like people you can like recruit and you give them powers based on like, you know, what piece they are. Exactly. So in this, in the first season, we get a couple of the pieces we have. Akino, who is the vice president of the club, she's the queen, so mm-hmm. she has a lot of crazy powers. Um, is a swordsman, so we, therefore he's the knight.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Konako, even though she's the small, dainty one, she has superhuman strength. Yeah. we learn. Then we learn Issei. he's a pawn. However, he's so innately powerful, because mm-hmm. they what they do is, in order to like balance out the power in these houses, um, if someone's too powerful, uh, they'll take up more than one pawn piece. Right. Rise, uh, sorry. issei takes up all eight which is insane so he's a super powerful dude yes or he has the capability to do that yeah so it's a journey with him yes so that's it's definitely like, a journey and conoco by the way is the rook yes i forgot to mention that. and
0: eventually they get a character um oh man uh asia, asia who yes. is
1: uh, who stands in as the bishop she, eventually and it's, cr- it's crazy because she's also you know she's actually a church girl a devout catholic yeah she's a nun. she's a nun basically yes and she's and she originally was um supposed to do she was actually ex- almost excommunicated from her church because she healed the devil mm-hmm. who was dying. She right. has she has healing abilities. Right. And, you know, your healing abilities get emphasized as a bishop. That basically the bishop's role in the party is to be the healer. Exactly. So then we meet Asia, who's a very big plot point early on. Issei bumps into her. And, you know, she's the cute little blonde um, nun girl. And I love their dynamic between the two of them because, like, at first Issei doesn't perv on her because he just wants to be her friend at first. Yeah. And which is, I love this because, oh, let me calm down because there's a few reasons why I really love this. Continue. A lot mean- of harm protagonists, or a lot of harms in general, stuff before high school DXD and especially afterwards. Actually, yeah, that's a fan, unfair statement. Just harms in general. The lazy justification as to why every girl fawns over him is because, oh, he's such a swell guy. He's such a good guy. Yeah, right. Here's the thing. They portray Issei as a t- total perv. Yep but in the first it, they just go out of the way to prove he's a good guy mm-hmm. they he's, really do he is a good he's like
0: a, very good nature good uh, a very good intention yes um, may want to see you naked a lot yes but like but then again who doesn't? that's just he's a 15 year old boy right exactly. 1617 whatever however is. old he is
1: he, right. that, he they prove he's a good guy and his dynamic with asia really helps that shine mm-hmm. how much he genuinely cares for her. it
0: is very uh, apparent how much he could take advantage of her if he yes. wanted to but he doesn't but he doesn't
1: which i really love yeah he actually goes out of his way to defend her because there's this crazed um gun wielding um mm. he's not a, he i think he's a does he, was he a fallen angel like the villain i, forgot I think he was a fallen angel he, yeah he's a fallen angel yeah he got super crazed like trying to kill devils and anyone and anyone unholy um Asia didn't know she was getting sent to like this um, church and being forced to work for him, and so Issei realizes what's happening and tries to save her, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah, the whole dynamic that was yeah. like, that was early on in the series. That was that's I remember we think that might have been episode three, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. got to that point with with our friends one time, and everyone was like, "Oh God, the the violent." Yeah, because yeah, it does get violent. It does, it gets at a point, very, it gets very violent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know, but we never lose a lot of the comedy.
0: Yeah, and I think that is one of the. Biggest, if not the biggest, pro okay about this show is the comedy because all I have so many notes on this show okay and the notes on this show are primarily comedic fashion okay because I thought the comedy was this may have been one of the funniest animes I've ever watched that's a fair point I think it was very funny mm-hmm. the dialogue was great because it you know it did have that element which you know I, i'm like kind of like meh on is just like man here's a lot of boobs yes all the time <laughs> yeah and like every episode ria steps out of the shower nude i'm yes. like how many times does she have to wash herself yeah. jesus ah, ah, ah. full nip like bare bare naked and stuff and like that was fine and good and like that's good for like if you're really horny watching this anime happy for you kudos yeah. to you good job obviously like it, it, it doesn't do nothing to me but it's yeah, still yeah. at the same time like okay like i get it yeah, right a little the lame, boobs yeah. Whatever, naked. I, I understand. I know how girls work. Exactly. Um, <laughs> brag, humble brag. Uh, but <laughs> but there
1: ah!
0: there is. Um,
1: I was expecting that. That was funny. All right. I should get. I should
0: get back to the microphone. But um, Shh. check. So Ria's takes a lot of showers throughout the show. A lot of her boobs. Um, is that uh, one but of your actual notes? It is one of my notes. Uh, how many showers does Ria's take in episode two? It's literally five. <laughs> oh my um, god. <laughs> so um, this okay this also uh there's a lot of villains that take on like these characteristics as well in episode three there is a villain that shoots cannons out of her boobs yes which is uh this is just a porno that i would never want to be in um (laughs) there are a lot of elements like that that are like the more sexual elements but at the core of it there are some hilarious hilarious moments throughout this show and a lot of ways that i think Issei as a character is able to kind of curb those like sexy moments and just be like oh but like this is just funny yeah um but like there for example there's a fitness episode oh yeah where they try to train isei to how to use his sacred gear and he's training with each of the members um and rius is notably sitting on a bicycle seat and like uh, they're all riding bikes and Issei every time like has a quip for something yeah like at that point he's like i wish that bicycle seat was my face <laughs> Um, during the training episode, he says many times, I'm going to puke out my ball sack. Um, <laughs> he calls boobs uh, many things from oogly googlys, uh, titty hammock, um, big gazongas. Um, titty hammock is my favorite one by distance. Is
1: that the term for bra?
0: Yeah, bra. Titty but hammock. Like is. bra and boobs. Like he just has terms out the wazoo for those kind of things. Oh, um, titty um, havoc. Right. And there are just genuinely funny moments also that are non sexual. Like Yo. Asya, at one point in training, she's like running and and... They're, tell- they're telling her like, yeah, oh, yeah. Asi, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. She's like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm not very good at running and talking at the same time. And she's <laughs> like, this is just funny. Like, there's so many moments. Like, I don't really. This is one of the first shows where like, I haven't really gave a shit about the plot because yeah. that's not like yeah, yeah. at all the point. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. The, the point is the humor, and of course, like we're gonna strike on like the the big plot points uh, very soon. But at the same time, while I was watching this, I just like didn't really care. I, I was just which like, is, you know. Is- what rare for you you're Mm -hmm. usually so plot driven in everything you watch i'm a big plot guy but i thought like i really just threw all that out the window for this one because it was just very like you're having fun because it's in the moment you're not thinking about all right what's going to happen next. you're not thinking about like oh here's this looming problem it's all about like hey we're going to a training facility to get Issei to train also we're not going to have clothes and it's just like very silly (laughs) yes it's very very silly um there is also um one portion in the show, which I have to bring up since we're okay. in that yes. mode, yes. Um, which was like on the, it was funny, but it was on the edge of like, okay, this is porn. Yeah. Um, they go to this realm at one point uh, to find a familiar. Yes. For Issei and right. for uh, Asya. Because a familiar is like this, what they explain, every member of the household has a familiar, every devil right. has one, which is kind of like
1: this little creature. Mm. It's basically like your Pokemon. And like you know, vampire familiars. So that's where I think that's what they get the idea from. But yeah, yeah, it's basically a Pokemon.
0: Exactly. It's like a little creature that you hang around with, and like it helps you. They want to sell plushies. Exactly, plushies. Yes. Um. And so they go to this uh abandoned like area forest. Um. And there's this one guy who helps them find familiars, who is a basically geriatric Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Um. Ah! W- which is incredible. And he's like, it's like you just gotta catch these po- these little familiars. And he takes them around getting familiars, and at one point these this rain happens it starts raining like green slime yeah um and it's a kind of familiar which is like this like oozy like yeah. green like it's basically a parasite and like yeah. it's very common in the familiar world yeah and its main objective is to dissolve clothing yep so it comes down and everybody all of like of course it doesn't land on Issei. it doesn't yeah. land on Kiba yeah. it lands on all the women and it's like like completely disintegrating their clothing and the entire scene they're like Oh no, it's green slime, my clothes. Oh and then they're like, God. oh, I'm so slimy and wet. And it, I was just like, guys, come on. And then but the good juxtaposition to that is when it flips to Issei, and Issei's is like, I want that as my familiar. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So it it
0: does a good job of being like it balances all
1: all, like that horny rah rah stuff with some tremendous comedy
0: with some good like comedy and I think it it needs that and if you have to do a show that does that I'm glad that it was able to kind of right kind of counteract it with some decent comedy that cuts through
1: yes and that's that's the thing again I always go on about when an anime can really hit the comedy well Mm -hmm. and that's a good point High School DXD is up there with some of the best dub work especially I've ever I've ever heard it's just uh, the, the like the you made this a great point where there were so many synonyms for for breasts as I mentioned earlier. There's just a ton, I think. But also, it was great when just Issei just chose the most basic terms. When just when he just just went a character would show up with her with her bust out and just used to would just go titties <laughs> 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 and they interspliced them so well. It was so funny because fun bags. Like, fun bags was yeah. one of my favorites. Just hear Issei, Issei say "fun bags" over and over, Tatas, Jubblies was a great one. Jubblies, yeah. oh my lord, oh uh, memories. There, there were just so there was, many because so no
0: matter how serious it got, like every time there came like a new devil or like a yeah. new fallen angel, it would always cut to Issei being like, "Wow, super hot." Yeah. All right, now yeah. I got a fighter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, oh god, look at those titties. Yes. And, you know, th- throughout the show, like, we, we get them training, we get them preparing for, like, uh, basically the big climax of the series is this, like, yes huge, like, team-on-team devil versus
1: devil battle. Yes, we learned, we learned, uh, it's what they call a rating game. A rating game, yes. Yes, it, it's, um, it's that, it's Ria's house versus someone she was apparently betrothed to, like an arranged marriage type of ordeal. Yes. Uh Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix. riser. Phoenix riser. Riser so, Phoenix. Riser Phoenix, yep. Yes. So yeah, thank you. Of the Phoenix household. You're nailing the point home, and I love it, Sailor. Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, Sailor. But um, so they have a rating game, um, cause Rias is like, Ew, I'm not gonna marry you. And Issei is like, fuck yeah, you're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Cause Issei, like, throughout the show, you're kind of like given this uh dichotomy of like oh, does Issei want to be with Asya, or does he want to be with Rias? Yeah. And then throughout the whole thing, you have Rias who's like this older, uh, yeah. like almost like big sister figure. Yeah. Uh, being like, oh, do I, do I want to fug him? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like weird. And Asya <laughs> um, being like, do I
1: also want to fug him? And, and they and both realize very quickly. Yes, I do. They both do. At one point, Asya actually moves in with Issei. Yes. Oh, I actually, at one point I had to bring up in episode two uh-huh. was uh when Issei just wakes up and Rios is next to him naked. He loses his mind. And then Issei's mom opens the door. He's like, sorry for intruding. And then she <laughs> freaks out like, what the fuck is going on? And the dad's like, huh? There's a girl upstairs. Well, by golly, I'm, I'm happy for my boy.
0: The parents are such an a funny like addition to this because every once in a while, they yeah. chime in with like a scene at like with Issei at his, at his parents' home. And his yeah. parents are both like, <laughs> yeah. um... Well, you say you're such a damn pervert. You can never get a girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> like, and they're like, you don't understand. And like Asya moves in. Yes. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, sure. We can have you in. But like, be very careful. And she's like, oh, why do you not want him even to move in? They're like, well, well our son's a big pervert. Yeah. So <laughs> we, we don't want you around him. Yes, you know? they're so quick to warn Asya. <laughs> so funny. And then Issei, I think, has, like, some dream at some point where he marries Rias. Yep. And uh, his parents are in the audience, and they're just both like, I just can't believe our son's doing this. This is <laughs> incredible. Like, wow, oh we never thought he'd get this far. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot of, like, things like that with the parents, and also... Um, on this thing, right? Like, Rius is supposed to marry this Riser Phoenix guy yeah, yeah. or is betrothed right. to him. Th- there's not... It's not fully explained. Maybe it'll be explained a little later, but it's like their houses want to, like, merge. Yes, exactly. And Rius's older brother is Lucifer. Yes. Um, it's a big political thing. Who is, like, the head of, obviously, Devils. Yeah. And uh, wants to merge these families together. So, Rius has to marry this guy. And she doesn't want to. And Issei doesn't want her to
1: either. So, they challenge uh, the Phoenix team Yeah, to a ratings game. to a rating game. And I love the, the cool part here is... So they have the rating game it a couple episodes long right where the part I didn't expect is well, they actually lose yeah they do lose yeah they lose which the game which
0: is crazy because you think you know they get you in that shonen mindset of yes. like alright work hard enough believe in yourself enough uh, rip enough girls clothes off where you, win. you yes. can win and that's one of Issei's abilities that he learns he has is, is, is to rip
1: clothes off rip uh, clothes off uh, of okay. the fellow women devils that he's fighting yeah. and, uh, and it gets them all like shy and nervous and the entire team is like Ria's house is all like I mean it works <laughs> <laughs> but we're not thrilled about we're this. We're not we don't love this. So but that in okay. itself was wonderful. Yeah, that was good. But um I just loved how they lost. And the the way that I remember it was like um Phoenix was about to kill Issei. Mm-hmm. And Rheas forfeited the game. Yes. Because she did not want she didn't want Issei to die. Yes. And she's like, no, it's fine, I'll do what's best for, you know. She's like, it'll be good for the family or whatnot. Um but then episode 12 happens and i believe if i remember correctly Issei kind of challenges phoenix like i got you motherfucker yeah he takes he takes all the power he learned yep. the, it's kind of a shonen thing there where it's like i got all my power bitch and, and he's, he's kind of got narrowly, like an yeah. interesting
0: like uh naruto thing with yeah. like him and this like red dragon yes, spirit yes this, because this red dragon spirit gives him uh, is the reason he has this sacred gear and yes. it's been inside him all
1: along right and he has to have a conversation with this red dragon spirit. see i i i wasn't sure if that happened this season or not so i'm glad mm-hmm. it did and i mm-hmm. i love the character the red dragon becomes a big port fixture later in the show mm. and it's just the red dragon's so not thrilled that issei is the one that has him it's very funny. and it's great it's pretty funny so, so you know issei risk basically risk his life to us to you know challenge phoenix and just to save us from this marriage yeah and i bet that's what and then lucifer was like I'll allow it. Yeah, Lucifer was like, "This sounds fun, this guys. Sounds fun, hey, and hey, if you get beat up by this kid, you know, I'm not gonna let you marry my Hell, sister. I'm
0: Lucifer, I ain't no god. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, guys." And then at the
1: same time, Lucifer was already when when he realized how upset Rias was, he was like, oh, "Maybe we shouldn't go through with this." <laughs> he, he's just a very reasonable guy, it, which is hilarious. That the devil is the yeah, most reasonable Lucifer person in the anime is
0: reasonable. Oh my god! And so, right, you have this battle, and the and Issei makes a deal with the Red Dragon that's like, "All right, like." I'll give you my left arm yes or something like that for your to for you to possess uh and the red dragon's like cool and then i'll give you my full power for yeah. like 10 seconds because sure. your body can't handle more than that yes and basically isei has to use these 10 seconds to whip riser phoenix in the buttocks yeah. and riser phoenix has this ability that allows him to regenerate very quickly as sure. as the ashes of a phoenix yes, rise yeah, again yeah, 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 yeah riser phoenix Obviously. Um, so then he has the ability it to... Subtlety's great. He, yeah, right. So he has the ability to regenerate, so it's very hard to beat him and his and his friends. Um, but Issei eventually, of course, beats him, yeah. right? Uh, gets the second chance, comes back, beats him, and uh, wins rius technically kind of yeah
1: because uh he wins rius's freedom he yeah did, he, didn't, he, he didn't exactly say she's mine now it's mm. more of like i want her free she's free to do what she wants right, right. which is bang me so, <laughs> so which is just know. ride ride my honky donkey so
0: uh he beats riser rescues Rias. the end of the show the end of the first season very wholesome yeah they're on like some sort of griffin traveling back to the gremory house yeah and rius is like i'm gonna kiss you smoochies and she smooches him uh, full on and uh yeah what a what a more wholesome ending than we expected given like given like very wholesome. the um
1: all the stuff that preceded it
0: and let me talk to you real quick about the thing something that did precede it was um the uh something a big highlight i i guess let's say okay. of the show a big highlight was the um the uh, the title screens mm. in in the show. Oh yeah. Um, like whenever they do
1: like the, the commercial oh, break,
0: like commercial break, like yeah. a little
1: like title card. The first one they had clothes on, and the second one they had either significantly less or they were just naked
0: so every member of this household is drawn in so many different ways yes and the the craziest ones are like oh like all right here's the first title screen all right like she's got some boobage out and the second one is her completely bent over yes. just like with her ass against the screen just being like bone me daddy and every and i'm just like my god this show uh. because they, they do have that humor yes they do have that humor but I, at the same time i'm like man there's a lot of just like people people are spanking straight us. up trash in here of just yeah, yeah, like of here course, is just up front give it to you yes. like
1: horny basically porn. And here's the thing, that's what a ruins uh, like whenever I hear people say trash anime, for me um high school dhd kind of changed the game in a way. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to trash, whenever for me a show like Infinite Stratos is complete trash because mm-hmm. they don't go that far. They don't. So therefore it's trash to me. Right. Basically, high school DXD changed the landscape of so many things for so many modern anime, including trash anime. So, if you're uh, basically what high school DXD said, if you're going to be trashy, be trashy. So mm-hmm. now, uh, DXD has completely altered my scale of trash anime, mm-hmm. and so and again, it inspired a lot of trash. Because it is tr- it is trashy at points. It's a thing. Mm. It, I love how they interweave all the trash with a, gen- with a genuinely engaging set cast of characters and narrative. Yes. So it, it, the thing is with trash, if it's trash, it still has to be good.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see a lot of this show as uh, kind of a, a, a parody in a way. Oh yes. Of yeah. a lot of different things, a lot of different genres.
1: It's a parody in a way, but it also it it, it just it, it it's the way that the parody works. It, go, it just goes to the extreme, which I it love. It does.
0: It does. Yeah. It's like its own thing, but then it also has all these other elements, like obviously like the working very hard to overcome yeah. uh, your shortcomings yeah. is like a huge shonen thing, yes, right? Yes, exactly. And that's in here, but it's definitely not the main focus. No and it's just like kind of what the series has to end on the se- yes. at least the first season has to end on because right. like Issei right like goes from being like an incompetent devil to like making house calls as a devil to yep. like riding a bike everywhere to then going through portals and just yep. like having this magic and being able to like do all this crazy shit yep. so it's just like you know that's just what happens in this show and it was a, it was a good progression in that right yep. I feel like the other characters didn't exactly change that much throughout the show mm. thought Issei was probably the one pinpoint maybe Oscar. I can make an argument for. I feel like everybody else kind of remained the same a little bit. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, but I will say spoilers. Mm. Um, season two does build mm. on these characters. Interesting. They um yeah, they everyone does get their time in the sun. Mm. And which is good, because I'm glad they didn't try to cram too much of the light novels in season one, because mm-hmm. then you would have had a Spirit Chronicle situation where they clean, or they oh crammed God. way too much in there, so, much. so nothing got fleshed out. Jesus Christ. This show was taking its time, which yeah. I really enjoyed.
0: They took their time. Uh, the, the first season, as we said at the very beginning of this episode, yeah. the first season went in a, a couple directions that I just did not think it yep. was going to go in.
1: Um, which is a good thing. Which is good because I think this episode went in uh, v- various different directions we didn't intend. It did, I feel like. So, is it time to ask a question?
0: I guess should we ask the question? Yes.
1: Um, Rob, was this anime bad? No. 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 No, the show's not bad. Mm-hmm. I understand if if you have a preconceived notion of the show for the first mm-hmm. couple episodes, I get it. It's an interesting one. But it's one I always recommend because of A, the trash factor, because it's fun. But there is a good show in here. The mm-hmm. trash is there. Mm-hmm. The trash is almost like the side dish to a surprisingly um, su- um, su- um, – meal with a lot of substance. Right. I, there's a better word for that, but I'm blanking. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So – but no, I – it's a good show. It's sh- shockingly good. And, you know, and the trash elements are not even among the reasons I recommend it.
0: Mm.
1: We have a, a cast that gets continuously engaging. And really the humor. It's just the show is funny. It knows what it is in a way. It's kind of a parody. I never really thought about in the context before, but now that I'm thinking like it, you don't. You definitely have a point. Mm. So there's a lot of parody in it, and it's you know, but it's just well constructed.
0: Yeah, I think the, the the main part of the humor that struck me the most is um, just kind of Issei's ability to just kind of say things outright and yes. just be direct about things. Yes. And it's funny because you think of a lot of when you think of anime a lot of this time, a lot of a lot like this one, you think of like kind of the subtleties and like, oh, does he actually want this? Does he actually want that? But then there are times when Issei just comes out and says, oh, fuck this guy. Yeah, and no, that's what like, I love. It's And it's just very like simple. That's and, the like thing. direct. That's
1: the thing. The storytelling here is um, very interesting where like you said they'll allude to how a character feels, but they won't often come out and say it for whatever right. reason, maybe mm-hmm. be your pride or whatnot. Issei will be like, no. Fuck that guy. Here's why. Yeah, which is a totally different form of writing.
0: Yep, he's like, I hate the, I hate that guy. I love your boobs. Um, ah! but yes, we get a lot of that too. Yeah. So bouncy for you. Was it bad? <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. There you go. It's not bad. Uh, I think it. There would have to be a lot of more things going horribly for me to consider it bad. Right. I think what the what the thing is about this show is what you said, the humor is just too good. Yes. For the yes. show to be considered bad. I right. think it's just too fucking funny. Yes. It's hilarious. And again, you said it perfectly. It it knows what it is. It yes. does it well. Yes. Um, it's it, it is itself to its core. Yes. And I can appreciate that about it. Um, where it kind of goes away for me is um I, I got used to, like, all of, like, the harem-esque like kind yeah, of, like, yeah, oh, yeah, just yeah, girls, yeah. girls, 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 yes boobies, yes, boobies, yes, yes, boobies yes. kind of stuff going on. I got used to all of that, and I, I just generally was like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. just, like, more of that shit. Like, we get it. I Right. Yeah. But but Issei's humor, as I said before, is the thing that really curbed it for me. Issei right. and Koniko, I think. Uh, yes. Koniko's humor is extra good, too, because yeah. it, like, cuts through things very funnily, yeah. and it's very, like, outright. Right. So I, I think... It can't be bad. It just can't be because no. it's just so funny and it's very too entertaining much to yes. watch. Yes. And something for me, once again, like reiterating the plot was did not matter at all yes. to me. It like did not matter. This is the first time I watched an anime where I was not concerned about any plot elements whatsoever. And you still enjoyed yourself. And though. I still enjoyed that's, myself. That's a big thing there. I saw every episode as kind of a
1: new set of jokes. Yes. And a new set of like comedy material. Well, that's the thing. It's all almost- right. And uh, that's, I think, where the show exceeds is in the comedy. Mm -hmm. Yep. So here's another fun question. Ooh. Want to do season two? (sighs) Well, I think I'm down. Yeah, I think I'm down. I
0: I think I'm down to do season two and like come back and talk about it because yeah, we'll start
1: from season two and then we'll
0: see how we feel as go forward. We'll see how we feel because you know the first season I I can say wasn't bad, but let let's see what happens because I'm kind of curious. You know, you've alluded to this show kind of diving more into the characters and, and kind of taking more time um but i guess wi will it at any point get worse will it at any point kind of uh rest on its laurels a little bit or kind of dive less into the humor or will i get too used to it whether it's not doing anything new for me right um i guess that remains to be seen um
1: you're gonna lose your mind when i tell you that episode that's uh, sorry, that season two just gives a lot of time to kiba kiba yes fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, anyway, I think that's a a great optimistic note to end it on. Uh, I think so, too. Thanks, everybody,
0: for listening. Uh, This was us talking about the first season of High School DXD. And it sounds like we're coming back at least for season two. Probably. You know, we'll get back to it when we get to it. But uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye. It's bad. comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss kiss. Uh, uh, In your ear. Podcast Network.